It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the podcast, Mortal Life with Faith and Lois. I'm Faith. And I'm Lois. Our podcast explores the things you face in life that inspire and daunt you. Hi, Faith. Hi, Lois. It's, man, it's just always so much fun to see you again. I know. I think this is just such, for me, it's a healing process for anything I'm going through, whether it's recovering or just n- nurturing my my life. So it's just a pleasure to, to be with you, even though, as you can probably tell still, Faith and I are distanced with Zoom, but we're hoping that maybe in the next round of episodes, we can be back face to face if we are fully clear and clean of our vaccines and everything else we need. Right, Faith? I'm ready. I'm I'm vaccinated, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> Look at you. I'll be there by the next time. That's that's my goal. You might notice that in these past few weeks, we, our focus has been on how to recover from loss. And we began on the heels of the mass shooting deaths in Atlanta and Boulder. But we're also referring to any type of loss that you might be facing in your life right now, whether it's as a result of everything you went through through COVID-19 and maybe even lost a family member during that time, or you were very ill, or lost of just the way you've done life. We want to recognize uh, what happens when you are impacted by loss. Mm -hmm. Because loss really is uh, a drain on our whole entire being. Um, We feel it. Our body, mind, soul, and spirit feels the impact, the blow of loss. And uh, sometimes we can override that and go, I'm okay. I, you know, I, I can handle it. But the reality is if you stop and really reflect, um, it's, it's there. And it may be revealing itself in different ways in your life. And today we are shifting to how spiritual practice can help you recover from loss. So if you'd like to hear the last couple of podcasts or actually any of the more than 170 we have for you, I'm just saying, we have so many. It's just awesome. You can go to our website, mortallifewithfaithandlois.com or on your favorite podcast platform and sign up for our weekly newsletter so you can know that you are getting one every single Tuesday. So our topic today is how spiritual practice helps you recover from loss. So this is one more important element in many of our lives. And and Faith, how does your spiritual practice bring you through this period of time? It's my centering place. It centers me into truth, into my true feelings, um, what really matters. And it, it brings into focus for me the value of life itself and why um, about my life and the life of those that I love and care about. And so 
um, it's my go-to place. So uh, immediately, like even when the shootings happened, um, you know, up, out of my heart went immediately was, oh God, you know, and it's like that was my first reaction when I saw it, and I turned on the news and. I could feel it in my heart and it like something hit me in the chest. And so that is immediately where the kind of the cry of my heart is, Oh God. And, um, and so it begins to be the place where I move and breathe from and it becomes a prayer. Um, my thoughts become outward about those that I know it's going to impact and uh, the, the external and extended family um, as well as friends, and you begin to see the numbers rise of impact. So with loss, um, when you begin to put it into a place of where to go, it's a place you can let it land. And so whatever your spirituality might be, um, find a place to take it to of what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And that's, that's what I do with it is I take it somewhere. And I don't feel so alone in it. In fact, that's where I begin. I get to that place where I know I'm not alone. That's what happens when I go to the spiritual practice. It's a reminder that while I'm feeling this very intensely, whether something happened directly to me or to people I care about or to people I don't even know, but I care about the situation, I'm not alone. And for whatever reason, when I'm involved in my own spiritual practice through that that's where I start recognizing that I'm not alone. Because if I'm only thinking about the pain I'm experiencing or the sleep that I've lost or the fact that I'm not eating well, those are all real, by the way. But it's when I shift into the spiritual mode that I connect myself to the people around me, that it isn't just me. And you know, it also reminds me that just because I'm spiritual, I don't get protected from these things. That's not a, like a big you know, cover I get to carry around saying, no, nobody's going to touch me because I'm spiritual. That's not true at all. Some of us who are spiritual have faced inordinate amounts of loss, more loss than other people. So it's not more or less, it's that I feel it and it's not just me. And I get this place of comfort, strangely, when I sit there and contemplate and know that uh, the God I believe in will care for me, even in the middle of all this that drives me absolutely crazy and I don't know what to do about. That's not my role. My role is to reach out and to offer words of prayer and comfort and to take action at some point as well. But in the spiritual portion of this, it's to find that place of solace. So we thought today we would go through um, spiritual practices for different people and how it helps you recover from loss and, and see where you land on that. And, and we all know, and, and Faith knows this as well in her practice, um, the stages of grief do include shock and denial and anger and sadness. So we're not taking away any of these. It should be like, oh, just snap your finger. It's a process. We've been saying that through all of these pieces. So how might you recover? And that's what we would like to explore today. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and the beauty of knowing the stages of grief is that that's the very thing that you bring into your spiritual encounter. So the first one is to connect to the source, what your source of spiritual um, connection is and what, what your faith is. And to take the time to pray, to meditate, to reflect. Um, use the time to move into contemplation and to just feel the comfort that that can bring to you. It's just being present with 
the presence of what brings you peace and to enter into that place and say, this is, I come into this place to bring my shock, my denial, my anger, my sadness, my emptiness, my powerlessness, whatever you might be experiencing. It is such a, a, a wonderful experience to know that you can take this and be there and just be present and let it go. And as you connect to the source, the second way we found that spiritual practice helps you recover from loss is to be still. You know, there's just so much noise out there right now. Um, we all have to silence our, our different objects <laughs> that are around the house when we're trying to do anything if we want to be able to concentrate, whether it's your phone or your laptop or your iPad or, I mean, you name it. I mean, sometimes Alexa can get annoying. So I find that when I need to get to that place of a spiritual practice, I have to find a place that I can be silent. And that's not easy in today's day and world. So maybe it makes... I go to a place where I can appreciate the silence and actually have this connection without saying anything out loud. That's probably sometimes why I feel faith that I wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and I think about people and I bring it up because it's just, it's quiet. I'm not sharing this with anybody, although I feel that by sharing it, it is going somewhere into the universe. And I do believe that my, uh, the yearnings of my heart and is being heard somewhere, but I'm still. And I think that that's a, a, a training as well for those of us who have so much going on all the time to slow it down enough to be still and to use silence to get to this place of feeling like I have a real spiritual connection. Mm. And, for those of you that struggle with maybe sitting and being still, um, carrying it next out into nature is a wonderful connection. You can still be still when you walk out into the air and to breathe and to take it in. And, and it's such a wonderful experience to um, actually be in a place of, of worship, in awe and in wonder. Um, I love where I live because my ponderosa pines surround me. Mm. And sometimes when my heart is heavy, I just stand at the window, even if I don't go outside, and I open the window and let the fresh air in, and I just take in the pines and hear the wind going through them and the sound, and it just brings me peace. Uh, There's power in nature to be in it. And so take the walk. Uh, breathe the air, um, experience whether it's snow or heat or water or mountains, whatever you um, are surrounded by, take it in, absorb it, and be at peace with it. Let it bring to you what it is able to bring to you because um, it's a powerful healing um, in the time of loss. Oh, it certainly is. So as we're looking at how spiritual practice helps you recover from loss, another element is to do something for someone else. And it takes so much of the focus away from even what I may be going through, what you may be going through. And we discover that someone else may be going through something. And we shared this in our first podcast on this topic about recovering from loss as we talked about how you can extend that and discover where someone else is. But here's something to just, you know, in a spiritual practice, where you've come from connecting to the source, being still, being in a place of worship or in nature, and then saying, all right, what can I do? 
for someone else. I may not be able to change what happened, but what can I do that will make a difference? I saw a beautiful picture this morning um, of a little boy who was going to different King Supers all over Boulder, handing out flowers. And this is what he was doing to say, I can, I can do something for someone else. So we can't change what happened, but we can bring joy to someone's life. And that may not be what you choose to do, but maybe it's something else you could do for a neighbor that you hadn't thought of before, but may actually exactly feel like the spiritual practice that would bring healing to you at this time. And another way to enhance your spiritual connection to loss is, you know, you can go through a photo album, go through your phone, be grateful for those that you know love you and care about you. Um, it's so important in a time of loss that that is the narrative that you are moving through in this period of time. But there is an additional narrative that's right alongside of it. It's not either or. It's a both and again. And the other narrative is life continues you are loved, you are valued, you are treasured. There are people who care about you and connect to that. You are not alone. And that this is a, a season, and it's a season of, and it's a passage that you move through, but there's another that is going on right alongside of that, that you are deeply um, loved and cared for by other people and that you love and care for as well. And that that's life-giving. So in the midst of loss, there's also life. And bring the two together and it will it can be a powerful spiritual source of healing for you. And, you know, I think during this time of COVID, Faith, so many of us have not been able to, if we had uh, places of worship, to actually meet with people that we used to connect with uh, week in and week out. It's just the way it is for many of us. And so by using this as a spiritual practice, we're actually, I feel like I'm getting more gritty with my spiritual practices <laughs> that by even looking through my phone or in my computer and seeing those images, it's like, oh, look what we did. Look how much I love this person. Look how much they love me. Look at these kids. Look at this family. Look at these friends. And like you just said, it's a way of bringing together loss and life. What beauty, even if you've lost someone who was very important to you, to see their smile again, to remember what it felt like, uh, and to know that they're at peace. Using spiritual practice can help your process of recovering from loss as you are reminded you are not alone. You know what matters most to you. So go to that place and take the time and space you need to breathe, begin to heal, and move forward. Join us again next week when we continue with our theme, How Your Craft Helps You Recover from Loss. And please share this podcast with a friend. Sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. No matter what you face in relationships, your body, spirituality, or your craft, we are here to assure you there is always more to life. We'll be back next week. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.